Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Whoopin' Troop Podcast. It is Troop here. And it's your boy, Woo. On this episode of this podcast, we're going to be talking about NFL Guess the Lines for Week 10, isn't it? Yep. yep. Week 10, and also just some NBA comparisons. So to start us off, what's the first game we got, Woo? Our first game of the week, we have got the Colts at the Titans, Thursday night football. Mm, interesting. Oh. I'll, I'll go first in this All one. Right. Um, both teams aren't bad. I believe the Colts are 5-3. and three. And yep. the Titans are five and three as well. No, no, they have two losses, so I think they're six and two. Six and two, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Yep, six and two, five and three. Both aren't bad teams, but I think the Titans are a little bit better, and especially them being at home, they should be favored decently. So I'm going to go Tennessee minus four and a half. All right, you got Tennessee minus four and a half. Um, first thing, uh, whenever I look at this game, um, I see a really good defensive team in the Colts, and I see a team where uh, in the Titans who will probably rely on Derrick Henry, but like uh, whenever the Titans didn't they play the Bears like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, or something like that. I I I uh, I can see Ryan Tannehill having to be a, a big factor in this game because the Colts are going to be ready for uh, Derrick Henry. They're going to be game planning around him. So I see uh, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill having actually a big game this week, and I and I've got them uh, favored by uh, minus four. I had the Titans minus four. All right, I'll pull it up. One second. You have four and nine, four and a half. Yep, four versus four and a half. Hmm. Who who do you think's gonna win this game though? I don't know to be honest. Can you pull it up? Oh yeah, yeah I got you. I think. I mean, we pretty much thought the same. Yeah. We. I don't know why on the first game we always think the same. It's been a trend. Yeah, we'll see. I need. To- oh, by the way, I'm up four three in the series right now for guess the lines. It's gonna be four to four though. <laughs> I don't. You keep I don't definitely don't think so. You keep playing. Let me find NFL right here. NFL. All right. It is Tennessee, one and a half. So I went. One and a half? Yeah, I guess defensive matchup. I don't know. Thursday night. I mean, I get Titans are at home, though, so I would figure it would be a little bit higher. But, hmm. I mean, both teams are solid. Yeah. Like, so. All right, so whoops up one. You can go first to the next game. Uh, The next game we have Washington at Detroit. Hmm. Um, Both teams are not very good. Nah, not really much to say about these two teams. Uh, one's three and five, and the others, what two and six. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, not much to say. I had the Lions at four and a half, though beating the uh, Redskins. I think both teams team. are pretty bad, and the Lions have been real spotty and like randomly good in some games, and then just horrendous in others. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go Detroit minus one. Detroit minus one. It is Detroit minus four. So I'm gonna hit it on the dot. Minus four. Two to nothing, whoop. Uh, This is some BS. All right, next game. We got the Giants at your Eagles. No, your your Eagles at the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, I'll go first in this game. Um, When we play the Giants, it tends to be relatively close, you know, division rival and all. But we've been – everyone's been hating on the Eagles recently, you know, not really giving us our credit where we deserve it. And I think we're a really resilient team. And whenever we're the underdog, this – We've proven in the past, come up big. Um, I think people know that. Some p- The people making these odds know that. So I'm going to go Philly minus eight. Got Philly minus eight? Yeah. Wow. You, Giants are at home. Um, before I read the uh, what the line is, I want to say quick thing. You said uh, the Eagles aren't getting enough respect they deserve. Like from the public, yes. What respect do they deserve? They're I, three and four. 
Yeah, but we're just but, just, hey, just hear I me think out. We're getting all this respect because I saw the power rankings for, for the uh that the NFL does, the organization does themselves, and they mm. had the Panthers uh behind the Eagles. Oh, so, so the people. No, oh. no, no. Listen, listen. Mm. Hey, by the way. Y'all people out there, y'all are smart who voted on the Loop and Chew podcast for the Eagles-Panthers poll because the Panthers are definitely a better team well, than the Well, the NFL doesn't agree with no the people, so no, um, I'm saying, don't want to hear I'm it. saying that's the credit y'all got. Y'all getting a little bit too much credit, honestly. Not getting enough. Y'all are just winning y'all's division, So and they like they love Philly. You know how it would be. No one loves – no yes. one be loving on us, bro. Well, they like Philly more than Carolina. Well, what is your – what do you got for the spread? Uh, I said uh, Eagles minus three. So you said Eagles minus eight? Yeah. All right, let's see what it is. Eagles minus three and a half. Come here. Bro. Are you kidding Come me? Come here. This brother. is crap, bro. This three is nothing. Crap. Three nothing. Bro, I'm about to get mad. This is crap. Three to nothing. All right. Next game we have Bills at the Cardinals. This is a tough game. You know the Bills are. I want to say six and two, or are they five and three? Uh, the Bills are seven and two. Seven and two. Yep. Seven and two, not six and two. Um, and the Arizona is five and three. Yeah, Cardinals are five and three. Both the Cardinals are a pretty hot team right now, so I'm gonna go Cardinals minus two. I said, wait, what did I say? I said, mm, I don't like that. I want to change it. I said Cardinals minus two as well. Ah, oh, I'm not gonna change it now. We have the same thing. So. And honestly, the what the line says is minus is Arizona minus one thirty. So I don't know how you factor that let in. See, let me see it. Factor that in. To be honest with you. That means that Arizona's favored, but I just don't know how, uh, what that means in terms of like regular lines. Yeah, I actually don't know either. So good thing we picked the same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know how you we right. figure that one out. Um, still three zero. Next game we have Broncos at the Raiders. I'll go first again. The Raiders are a good team, and Derek Carr's been playing good in big games this year for them, which is kind of surprising. And all their wins have been like against really good teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Broncos are not that good. And especially at home in Las Vegas, I'm going to go Raiders minus three and a half. Raiders minus three and a half. I said – Well, actually – Yeah, no, I'm going to keep it. Okay. I, mm. I said Raiders minus six and a half. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there, bud. Yeah. Raiders are a solid football team, and they're at home. Yeah, I know, but I don't think they'll be fair for that much. And, and the Chargers, they've lost, like – No, the Broncos. Really close game. They're playing the, playing no, the they're playing the Broncos? Yeah. I'm tripping, my bad. Chargers playing the Dolphins, yeah. Yeah, yeah, then for sure. I pulled up. Come on. All right, all right. Raiders minus five, so we tied. I said three and a half. You said six and a half. Five's right down the middle. One and a half. Away. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So still three zero as we move on to our next wait, game. Wait, wait, wait. What is it again? It's five. Chandler, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Okay, math. I was making sure your math is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so still three zero. Next game we have the Bengals at the Steelers. I'll let you go first in this Gosh. one. I'll let you go first in this one. Pitt at Pittsburgh minus nine. Dude, can you quit copying me? I know, me? that's what I'm saying. Can you quit copying me? I saw me? your computer, and we both had the same thing. Can you quit copying me? Uh, they're playing the, – it's Bengals at Steelers. Just a little bit about this game first. Honestly, just the uh, Steelers as a whole, you know, we put them as our uh, second <laughs> – as our second best team uh, – <laughs> as our second best team last week. And, yeah, we got a dog barking at us. But, yeah, uh, I was our second best team in the power rankings. My bad. I'm sorry about that. And, um, you know, they had that little slip up against the Cowboys. Um, They only won 24 to 19. And I just see they need to have a good bounce back game playing playing against the Bengals and Joe Burrow. And, you know, the Bengals, they did pretty strong in, like, these past couple of games. You know, they've – they're not like one of the worst five teams in the NFL. Like they look kind of like they may have looked like that at the beginning of the season. 
But as the season's gone on, their chemistry's gotten better. Tyler Boyd and Joe Burrow, they've been playing well together. So I can see them giving maybe the Steelers kind of a tough fight. I see the Steelers winning this game, but I think the Steelers need to come out and make a statement to uh to prove like, hey, they're the best team in the AFC. I'll take nine and a half, you take eight and a half, deal. Bro, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if it hits nine, but if it goes higher, then I win. What? You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So I would take the nine and a half. I'll take nine and a half. You take no. eight and a half because I'm no. winning three nothing. <laughs> no, wait, how does it make any sense? That makes total sense. <laughs> I want nine and a half though. I want nine and a half. <laughs> All right, just see, see what it is. It's nine. It is nine, like on the money right now. No, yeah, check. The oh, oh, oh! I'm sure. Oh, I thought we had already checked it. No, you just guessed. Oh, nine. okay, yeah. You can take nine and a half. I'll take eight and a half. Okay. I haven't looked. I haven't looked. I haven't okay. Looked. All right, seven Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh my! It's four to zero. That point. No, you, um, you agreed too late. You what agreed. are you talking about? That you was your whole. I was literally yeah, you helping agree, you, you out. You agreed with the phone now. I don't. I don't. Want I was to helping you we'll out. We'll say three, three and a half to nothing. No, 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 no. It's four to nothing. Y'all all heard this. Y'all all heard this. It was his idea. I was literally helping you out by saying I wanted nine. No, no. I'm all right. You got it, bro. All right. So four zero. Whoop is up on. We're gonna two. drop a poll if that actually counts. All right. So the Ravens. Wait. Next game is uh Ravens at Pats, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll go first in this one. The Pats suck. Oh They're terrible. What? We have the same again. No, <laughs> Ravens eight and a half. You have Ravens eight and a bro, half. Bro, I was gonna go on a whole spiel, but yeah, the Pats are terrible, yeah. and they—I mean—they barely beat the Jets last week, and the Jets are haven't gotten close to winning a game all year, and the Patriots look horrendous. The Ravens need a win. They bounced back well against Indianapolis last week, but to prove they're a top three team in the league, like I know they are talent wise, they need to start racking these wins. And so I got Baltimore minus eight and a half. This guy whoops just copied me in my picks. Apparently, I don't think it's. I don't think it's that. It's really just coincidence. We, We're both just smart, we, I guess. Yeah, we've been thinking think. alike, but I'm up four <laughs> zero. No, you're bro. Don't even. You're up three zero. If you wanted to be three zero, it can be three zero. Just be three zero to make it confident. Fine, three okay. zero. But uh, yeah, a little bit about this game. You know, Ravens. They need a win, uh, like Chandler said, to prove hey they're a top three team talent wise, and just uh, they need to get their chemistry going. Lamar Jackson's got to be better passing the football. Uh, their pass offense, like we said, I said last uh, last podcast, they're uh, in the bottom third in pass offense, so it hasn't been great. And um, just this week, I feel like uh, they need they need a solid win to you know prove they're hey they're they, they're the best team in the AFC or the best team a top three team in the NFL. And then as long as far as the pads go, the pads, they desperately need a win. I mean, they've been I mean, they like Chandler said, they barely got a win against the Jets, but hey, it's the Jets, worst team in football. And you know, they don't really have a shot of making the playoffs. They they don't have a shot, not really. They they just don't. But they need it for their morale and they just need and you know, with a new quarterback with Cam Newton, Cam Newton's gonna be their long term starter. He needs to get as many reps and as much chemistry he can with, with these guys and just to see if they can, you know, salvage something out of the season. So I like Chandler said I had eight and a half. He had eight and a half. Um Chandler, do you want to do kind of like what we did with the Steelers and make this one official? No. No. Just, I'm too scared because right. I picked the wrong way last time. All right. All right. And especially going higher on this one's even is weird because it's a division game. It was Baltimore minus seven, so we're pretty close. Um. Yeah. So now, next game. Who do we got next game? We Texans have... at the Browns. Texans at Browns. Um. Texans have looked pretty awful. Um. Did they beat the Jaguars last week? Yeah. They did. Okay. So they got Wait, up to. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they got to two they wins. Both their wins are against the Jaguars so far. <laughs> but uh, they have not looked good. The Browns losing Baker Mayfield. I don't know if he's starting this week. Oh wait. Wait a second. 
I thought he was. I don't know. No, no, he had Corona. I know, but I, I need to check this. This makes me want to change my pick. Wait. Oh, he's activated. He's activated. Okay, yeah. Yep. Okay, all right. I'll keep it where I was going. Yeah, so the Browns are actually a pretty good team. They've actually started to play well together with some of the good weapons they have, like Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. They had Odell went down, but, you know, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb back fully healthy. That's good. So I'm going to go Cleveland minus five. You have Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. You are copying me. Dude, I made you got to be copying me. Dude, shake my hand. Put it on the well, bottom right now. I, I know we're not copying either one of one another because we were both doing this to get like, like our own picks, you know, yeah, separate. Different but I have I have uh, Cleveland minus five. As Holy well. crap! This is weird. I'm telling you, that is kind of weird. We have uh, we did these picks like 30 minutes apart. Yeah, like. I'm trying to find the game. Oh, there it is. It's Cleveland minus three. But yeah, just a little bit about this game. You know, the Texans. They're actually all right. They're not a good team as far as completeness goes. An all around team. They're not good. But mm-hmm. they do have weapons offensively, like Will Fuller, you know. And then Deshaun Watson, he's been playing – he's actually statistically had a great season this year despite not having Deon, uh, DeAndre Hopkins to throw to. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, for this game, the Browns, they need to win. They're 5-3, and three, and, and, the, and their division's jam-packed. That's a really good division they're playing in. So they need as many wins as they can get. And I think they'll get the win this week. And uh, just for the Texans, kind of the same boat is like kind of like the – um the Patriots, they need to build, you know, just try to salvage as much morale as they can. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with this game. But, yeah, we both said minus five. Spread was minus three, so we tie there. Um, next game, who we got? Uh, Bucks at the Panthers. This one's interesting. You know, the Bucks got blown out, absolutely embarrassed last week by the Saints. But, you know, another division game between the Panthers and them. Panthers played a close game against the Chiefs last week, looked pretty – Okay, but you know another close game they end up losing. Mm-hmm. So the Bucks are just definitely a better team on both sides of the ball. So I'm gonna go. Although it's in Carolina, I'm gonna go Buccaneers minus five and a half. You got Buccaneers minus five and a half. This is finally a game we did not pick the same on. I said Buccaneers minus four and a half. So if it's five, that sucks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, mm, but I don't, I don't like that you went that low. But I, I just I thought it would maybe be four I, and a half. I don't know. But it's gonna be um, it's gonna be like four and a half. I feel like now. I don't know. I don't check, know. Check. We'll see. Um, I was gonna say before I check the line. Um, yeah, about this game, the Buccaneers they, they need a win. Uh, they need a win coming out of uh last week getting destroyed, thirty eight to three. Um, but well, yeah, it's five and a half. Five and a half yeah, on the money, baby. I'm sorry. I, I saw it. I saw it. But yeah, well, like I was saying, the Buccaneers they need a win. Um, getting destroyed by the Saints last week, thirty eight to three. You know, Antonio Brown's inverted uh in the uh, lineup now. Um, I actually have him on my fantasy team. We'll see if he can re- kind of, you know, maybe boost that offense, give them the spark they kind of need. Because the Saints, they've had their number, it seems like. And it's not good if you're looking at if, – if the Buccaneers are putting up 38 points and they're expected to be a top 10, top five defense in this league. And, mm-hmm. you know, and if they're and if people want to hold them to the uh, standard, like, hey, they're maybe like the NFC's best team, they got to do better than what they showed. And they definitely can't be getting blown out by the Saints – uh, 38 to three, uh, you know, maybe the, like the rival, like a, another top contender in the NFC. So they got to step that up. I feel like Tom Brady will bounce back. He, you know, he's a veteran. I think the defense will uh, bounce back and the offensive line's got to be better too. We saw in that Saints game, you know, Tom Brady was getting a rush and, and with the lack of mobility that he, that he, uh, he doesn't bring mobility. So with his lack of mobility, we saw he just had to get rid of the ball and some plays where, 
it was just like third down and three that they desperately needed first downs. And we just saw them had to throw the ball away because the offensive line would collapse. So offensive line, everybody's got to be better. Tom, including himself, it's not just on the offensive line. You don't throw three picks in, and uh, that be just on the offensive line. That has something to do with you as well. So they they just need to get their team together. They need to win this week, and uh, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, but Chandler takes this takes this line. No, and- it's not three to one. Move on to the next yeah. game. We have the Jaguars at the Packers. I'll let you go first with your thoughts on this game. Okay, uh, Jaguars at Packers. Um, Let's see, my line, I said Packers minus seven and a half. I feel like it should be a little bit higher because they are at home. Jaguars absolutely suck, but I'm going to keep it seven and a half because that's what I said before. Uh, the Packers, the Packers. Uh, didn't they win last week? Who did they play? Um, the Packers. Wait, did they have a bye? I think the Packers might have had a bye. No, 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 no. They played Thursday night against the uh, oh, Niners. Niners. They Niners. destroyed yeah, they the, Niners. the Niners. Bad. So, yeah, uh, that was a good win after losing to the Vikings. Uh, good bounce back win. Um, yeah, just looking at this team, the Jaguars, I feel like they're going to get routed up by Devontae Adams. This man is so cold. And and Packers and Adams, they might be the best quarterback wide receiver duo right now um, in the league as far as hot as they're playing. And I just see more of that uh, happening against the Jaguars. Uh they're going to win big, probably by like 17 to uh, 21 points It would be my prediction. But, yeah, Packers minus 7.5 as a spread, though. What about yeah, you, two? I'm going to go Packers minus 10. They're a good team, and the Jaguars literally have one win this year. I could definitely see them just getting absolutely blown out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I'm going to go Packers minus 10. Yeah, good It was uh, good job picking on the high side. It's Packers 13.5. I felt like I knew I picked kind of low whenever. Yes, I sir. Three to two. I swear, if you come three back, to if you two. come back, I'm gonna be pissed because it should be four to two. Dude, oh yeah, yeah. we already yeah, agreed to three to two. Next game, we have the Chargers at the Dolphins. This one's interesting. Chargers, although they only have two wins, I think might be three. They are a lot better team than what the record shows. They've lost so many close games. One to the Broncos, one to the Raiders last week. It's just been tough being a Chargers fan. But on the flip side, the Dolphins, although they're not amazingly overpowered offensively with new Tua as their quarterback, although he is 2-0. They're extremely stout defensively and Mm -hmm. like definitely a top seven defense in the league right now. So for that reason, I'm going to go Miami minus four. Okay, I said Miami minus um, six in this game. I feel like the lower side is honestly smarter in this situation, even though the Dolphins Dolphins are at home. But like like you were saying, this Chargers team, they are two and six, but they're they're like the best two and six team in football, you know, and they're better than a lot of teams who are like, you know, three, three, four win teams. They're, they're a solid team, you know, Keenan Allen and, and Justin Herbert have been really good this year, but I think part of the problem is there's no other playmakers on that chargers offensive uh, side besides Keenan Allen, you know, their next best guy uh, as a wide receiver goes is uh, Mike Williams. Um, So that's kind of like holding them back a little bit, but uh, yeah, I, I, I said six. You said four, and the spread is let's see. Dolphins minus two and a half. Dang it, dude! Three to three. This is irritating. It is a tie game going into three games can. left. Next game we have oh the gosh. Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. Whoop! You want to give your thoughts on this game? Seahawks at Rams. Yes. Okay. Seahawks got. It, was, it wasn't even close last game. I know the score shows closer than um, what it looks like. Than what, um, I, no, I don't even know what I was saying there. I, it was 44-34, to 34, Bills Bills won. The game was not as close as it showed. I think I said that right this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, it was – you know, they were down 41-20 to 20 in the fourth quarter. Russell Wilson did not play a good game. Um, Through three INTs, he's got to be better, man. 
Uh, you know, and maybe you say because he was kind of having to do a little bit too much offensively to try to get his team back in it. But as a Seahawks fan, it's kind of it's kind of it makes me mad to to see our defense play the way it has been because I have high expecta- high expectations for this team because offensively they're top five team in the league. You know, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, they've been balling out this season. But if our defense if our team's going to be a championship contender, the defense has got to step up and allowing 44 points to the Bills, that's just inexcusable because um, you know, the Bills the, uh, the Bills are a solid team, but that's the type of uh, talent you're going to face in the playoffs. you mm-hmm. got to be ready week in, week out, and, it, and you, your defense can't be allowing 44 points in the middle of the season. So that kind of scares me there. And I, I and uh, just for me, I, I end up saying in this game, see, uh, Seahawks at Rams, I said Seahawks minus two because they are the better team. Now I'm thinking maybe they'll give it give the Seahawks, you know, the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, better team they should be favored but it kind of scares me because after their performance last week i could see uh vegas saying hey uh rams uh favorite here being at home but we'll see what do you have them at um i have them at seattle minus two and a half oh wow i think the seahawks are a much better team than the rams and i don't know hey we don't know the odds makers may think the rams are actually a legit team because the record isn't terrible i think they're five and three but just they're not a good team the rams I, I don't think they're legit. I think Jared Goff's pretty overrated, and he do, they don't seem to have any cohesiveness as a team. They're really just been carried by their defense, which is kind yeah. of shocking. You know, you think Sean McVay, who's kind of an offensive-minded guy, would be able to scheme better with that offense, but it hasn't really looked like that so far this year. What's the spread on that game? Uh, the line on this game is uh, Rams minus one and a half. That's what I was kind of scared of. I was thinking, you know, the game was not close. Against I think the Bills. it's. I think it's really just because how Seattle performed last week, but and we'll, I think they, we'll they lost. They lost two of their last three, or they lost Something two like straight because they lost to Arizona. No, nah, it's not too straight, but I think it's two of their last three. Yeah, but we'll. So see. that's not. That's not a good sign. Uh, we'll see on Sunday. Not for turning sure. in a great direction, but yeah. Um, next game we have the 49ers at the Saints. 49ers are really banged up, and it's at New Orleans, which is good for the Saints. Um, the Saints looking really good, like we said after that Bucks win last week. So for that reason, I'm going to go Saints minus six. Saints minus six. I have Saints minus six and a half. Um, like you were saying, the Niners got absolutely destroyed by the Packers on uh, Thursday night football, and then the Saints absolutely destroyed the Buccaneers on Sunday night football. So I see, you know, one team coming in, um, not playing great, and another team who's really hot on like a what a five six game winning streak. The Saints are. They were mm-hmm. one and two. They're they're what six and two now, so like a five-game win streak, or five. Mm-hmm. There's something like that, but they're on a big win streak. Michael Thomas coming back with his offense. The Saints are looking like the best teams, best team in the NFC right now. We both put them uh, third in our uh, power rankings, and um, like overall, and they're just they're just a hot team. And, I, and you know, uh, yeah. So I said six and a half. You said what six? Mm-hmm. And the line is. Come on! Come on! Saints nine and a half, baby. Let's Art- go. Oh, now I'm just fighting for a tie. Yeah, four Are to you- three, fighting for a tie. Last game. Last Next game. game we have Vikings at the Bears. This is an interesting game on Monday Night Football. Another division rival game. You know, who? Oh gosh, I cannot mess up. I have Bears minus two and a half here, but I think that's a little low, just because they're a better team record-wise than mm-hmm. the Vikings. I don't. Mm, I don't like going against what I already have written down usually. But I'm going to go Bears minus four. You're saying Bears four. minus four? Yeah, four. All right. Well, I have Bears minus four. 
No, so you should have no, no, gone. You should have gone with what you originally went with because that's no, a tie. But no, I did. I did. I'll change my pick. Right. I'm gonna change my pick. Then I don't. I can't go for yeah, a tie. Yeah, just, just say, just say what mm. you originally had. Two and a half's low though. Well then, no. Nah, I'll stay. Say what I'll, you're I'll thinking st- right now. I'll stay two and a half. I gotta stay with my gut. Yeah, say two stay and, and a half. Gut. All right. I said Bears minus four. A little bit about this game. Uh, Vikings coming off of a win against the Lions. Dalvin Cook playing like the best running back in the league. In the Vikings opinion. are on a two game win streak yeah. right now after. Beating the Packers, you know, and, and with Kurt, and we saw, we saw, you know, this Vikings team, they have potential. You exactly. Know? Stephon Diggs is on the Bills now, but but the thing about it is, they were a playoff team. Like, didn't they make the playoffs yes, last year? Yes. Yeah. So they have potential, you know. They just, and it's been kind of the quarterback play that's been holding them back mm-hmm. with Kirk Cousins. He has not looked great this season. Dalvin Cook's been doing his thing. He's been like an MVP uh, type player candidate. Been balling out, especially his past two games. He's had like. 44 and then 39 as far as fantasy points yeah. go. And and really, I think the X factor has been Kirk Cousins, though, because he had three touchdown passes last game. And whenever they're clicking, this team's a solid team. You know, we saw When it. they get the deep ball threat going with Justin Jefferson, yeah. you know, Dalvin gets even more used as a weapon in yeah. the run game and in the passing game. And then so Adam Thielen is a solid, a solid veteran. They're a good team. So that's why I'm going to go Chicago minus two and a half just because of how hot this Vikings team, who does have potential to be really good, is playing right now. What's, yeah. What's, so, uh, so you think it would be even higher if they weren't? No. Yeah. If, if the Vikings hadn't been on a two and a, you think you two, think the spread would be higher? Yeah. I think it'd be like Chicago minus. Yeah. I, I said Bears minus four. I feel like that's kind of high. Honestly, I could maybe even see the Vikings being favored. But uh, no, it's at Chicago. They're not gonna. No. It's, it's at Chicago. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? Hold on. It's at Chicago. Yeah, it is at Chicago, man. All right. Maybe it would be a little higher. Minnesota minus two and a half. What? Well, the Bears are on like a two-game losing streak. Minnesota's on a two-game losing right, streak. Since I'm closer, we're going to give this to a, a – No, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Four to three, your boy, whoop, reign supreme. Four, four lucky the win for Payne right not there. a lucky win. Extremely lucky. We know that was a solid win, but yeah. We're going to uh, take a break before we talk about some NBA comparisons. Now a word from our ad. For our next section, I'm going to uh, ask Chandler five questions. I'm going to give my own opinions on them. Chandler will give his opinions, uh, some NBA-related uh, questions, and then we're going to um, have a debate that we've had a disagreement on for a while. We're finally going to bring it into fruition and uh, put up a poll to know your thoughts on it. But first, our five questions. Chandler, who's your top five NBA players of all time? Okay, so for number one, I think we definitely agree on this one. Got LeBron James. Agree, that's my one. Yeah, I got him one. I got MJ two. Agree, that's my two. I got Kareem three. I disagree. I have Magic three for me. Um, I've got Magic four for me. I've got Kareem four for me. <laughs> and then five is where I always find like myself struggling with who I really have as a clear five because mm-hmm. I have a few people in mind. But I think it comes down to one of the centers. Yeah. Um, After I'm I'm gonna go Shaq. You got Shaq for me. All right, so for me, it's between Shaq, uh, Shaq, Wilt, Wilt. Shaq, Wilt, or Hakeem, and for me, it's Wilt. I think I have bias towards putting Shaq there. I've put Wilt there in the past, but I don't know. I've just seen Shaq be so dominant. I don't know. It's just hard to, right. for me to not give him enough respect. Honestly, I could see Shaq being there at five just just because, you know, Wilt only had two NBA championships, you know, and Shaq had, what, four? So, like, I Wilt – Shaq actually didn't five? Oh, yeah, he's four behind. Yeah, four. Kobe. Yeah, so, so – and we know – we don't make the uh, 
I don't like making the rings debate, but like it is something you factor in as an overall player. But the reason why I put Will ahead of Shaq is just because Will's game was a little bit more refined and like it was a little bit more polished than Shaq. Shaq was more of a dominant player inside presence. You couldn't stop him. But Will was like kind of the same type of thing in that era. But then you got but like there, there again, he only had two championships. So whenever you have something that washes out like that, sometimes I'd rather give the championships over. I also give the edge to Shaq, I think, because he played in the 90s and the 2000s and was dominant in both. Yeah. While Wilt's competition was – Bill Russell. Yeah, far – it was Bill Russell and a bunch of bombs. And he had Jerry West on his team. Wait, did he have – no. Wait, no. am I tripping? I thought Wilt and Jerry – no, 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 no. I really don't know, actually. I didn't live around that time. I thought Jerry and Wilt played Wilt together at one time. Did Jerry West? I'm pretty sure. And Wilt play together? I might be – I might be – oh, it might have been Kareem. Jerry and Kareem. No, they play together. Will and Jerry West. And Elgin Baylor, yeah. Because I remember watching, like, old highlights of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's that's one thing. I don't like to get into, like, comparing eras because basketball – the game of basketball has evolved so, so much from what it was. Because, be like, if you look at a player like Joel Embiid, obviously he's a better – like, he looks better than if you go and watch a, a – uh, a rerun or a retape of like cream or something like that, because the game of basketball has evolved. So I like to think of like what they did in their own era. Mm-hmm. instead of comparing eras. Now it's kind of different when you compare like LeBron and Michael Jordan, because it's like, it's like different segments because around that time with Wilt and Russell and those guys, it's like it, it increased so much to like the nineties, but the, but from the, like the nineties to now the type of basketball, like it has the level a- of basketball that hasn't like really grown just the, it's, it's grown. It's grown, but not as, as you know hugely. Yeah, like uh, I don't know, know what word tremendously. Tremendously, right? So, like, I feel like it's kind of hard to debate that type of error with some of these other errors. But yeah, so our five was what? What was your five? Uh, LeBron, Michael, Kareem. Four, I had Magic, and then five was Shaq. Oh right, yeah, I had LeBron, Magic, LeBron, uh, Jordan, Magic, Kareem, and then. You had Wilt. I had Wilt. I had Wilt. It's tough between Wilt and Shaq. We'll do a poll for Wilt and Shaq on yeah, that story. We'll, yeah, we can. Um, The next question I have for you, Chandler, is – let's see. Which all-time great is the most underrated? Mm, is the most underrated? I'm probably going to say Tim Duncan just from the fact that he really was a steady player throughout his whole 20-year career. I mean – was with the Spurs for his whole career and just the type of player he was defensively and offensively being, I mean, Mr. Fundamental, the big fundamental, like, yeah, it stays true to his name. He really was a dominant player the entire time he was in the league. He never really like slowed down until like the last really year or two of his career. And I mean, the success you saw in that Spurs dynasty was unreal. Although the type of basketball you saw them playing wasn't as flashy as everyone else. It got the job done, and I feel like that's the reason he doesn't give as much credit as he deserves. Yeah, I uh, that's actually a really good one. Um, I'll say mine in a minute, but to kind of add to that, like we we immediately thought like, hey, Shaquille O'Neal in that top five spot. When you think about Tim Duncan, you know, you think he's a top ten player, but I don't think anybody I've ever heard has put Tim Duncan in his top five. But my question is, why not? Why can't you make an argument that he's like, you know, better than Shaq? Because if you go from like a career standpoint, accolades type of thing, like, yes, Shaq was a more dominant presence in the paint, but one, Tim Duncan could shoot better. You know, he wasn't as a good defender, but then he, but, was, he was actually a really good defender. He was a good defender, but not as 
but the Not Jack's good, presence. Yeah, post. Yeah, interior, I guess. Interior. Because because uh, uh, what's his name? Tim Duncan could guard better on the exterior. He could move better than Shaq. Yeah. But and then also, if you want to break it down from my like, career standpoint, you know, Shaq had Kobe. You know, uh, Tim Duncan had Manu and mm-hmm. Tony. And honestly, you know, Shaq Shaq played with another guy who's a top ten player of all time. Uh, Tim never had that. You know, Shaq has three Finals MVPs compared to uh, Tim Duncan's four Finals yeah. MVPs, and Tim has five championships. Two, uh, one in when he beat LeBron, you know, he beat the best player of all time head to head, you know, that those teams are about the same, you know, they both mm-hmm. have their own big threes. So I feel like, like you said, we kind of underrate uh, Tim Duncan a little bit, but my guy is a uh, Scotty Pippen. Um, he's not like, he's a great, and honestly, he'd be higher up on the list if he didn't have to play kind of in Michael Jordan's shadow. I hear people like to say, Hey, Michael, Michael developed Scotty into the to the player he is today, but Scotty was a high draft pick. It's not like Michael Michael yes helped him along the way like any veteran would do, or like any you know, like like the best player on a team would do for any rookie, like Jimmy Butler for Tyler Hero. Not like you know, it's yeah. like it's like anything, but like but the team knew what they were getting in Scotty in Scotty Pippen. They didn't draft him that high just for development. They knew like this is what he could turn into. Yeah. And you know, kind of having to play in Michael Jordan's shadow. Michael Jordan was the clear was clearly better. But you know, when you break it down in those finals, in the final, the six finals that the Bulls won, you know, Scotty averaged more in every category except the, points. The, except points per game over Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan was the best player on the team, no doubt. But I feel like Scotty's like. His contribution to that team was is kind of like not respected. Yeah, it's not as respected enough. And you know, he was just a great player. So I feel like if if say if Michael wasn't on that team, I could see Scotty taking the Bulls and winning a, a one or two championships just by himself. You know, or being the best player on that team. Mm-hmm. So and I think he'd get a lot more respect as like a top twenty player instead of I think most people view him as like top thirty five. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just uh, that's just my opinion on the uh, on that question. Uh, next question for you though is which all-time great would you pay the most to watch? Um, Shoot. I'd probably pay the most to watch Michael just because, you know, people talk about how crazy it was to watch him play in person. I mean, I can still watch LeBron play, but that's who I want to – I haven't seen play in person yet mm-hmm. who I want to see the most. But if I had to watch an old player, it'd either be MJ just for, I mean, the legendariness of watching Michael Jordan play. Yeah, the hype or, all around that time. Yeah, or it'd be watching AI play just because I'd love to watch him play in person as well. Yeah, AI AI was a guy who popped into my mind. But as I thought about it, Michael Jordan's definitely up there. But if I really had to truly think about it, it, it would honestly maybe be Magic Johnson because I've seen highlights of Magic passing, but, like, he's the best passer of all time. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't think, like, LeBron's a great passer and stuff, but, like, it goes beyond, like st- – statistics like magic the way he passed the ball was like nobody's ever seen not even like jason williams like it was like the flashiness of jason williams went on a higher level higher iq where he just like put it on a dime and like just some of the highlights i've seen has just been incredible nothing i've ever seen like certainly not today i've never seen something like that and i wasn't around back then to you know say the same and what i've heard is magic's like his passing's unmatched so i think he would be uh really incredible to watch so that'd probably be my guy as an all-time great um, who's the best individual? Per- what's the what's the best individual performance you've seen? I don't think that means in person. Just you've seen. Shoot. Um, obviously you think of Kobe's eighty one against Toronto. Um, because you know that's one of the high scoring games. 
Um, shoot. I'd probably either go with that one or you go with uh, – wait, is it, what was the question most impressive? What's the best individual performance you've seen? Um, I can't cite the game exactly. I want to say it was game three of the 1980 – I want to say 87 or 86 finals. It was between the Pistons and the Lakers. And when Isaiah Thomas broke his ankle, actually, and he played an entire second half scoring, I think I want to say it was like 21 points in the second half, mm-hmm. had like seven assists. I am I could be a little bit off on that stat line, but he had at least like yeah, 20 we points. we can back check that, though. And played amazing in the second half, bringing the Pistons to a win while having a broken ankle against yeah. like a great Lakers team. And I remember just watching that and being like, like he was really like hobbling around. Like it was – insane to watch him even walk and just to still be able to play at a high level basketball against i mean literally in the finals is insane yeah so that's probably the one for me um personally like this guy is you know he's one of the best players in the nba right now like a top 20 player but you know um some games that come to my mind is like you know lebron james in 2012 when he scored 45 points in elimination that game was like that some people consider that the best game lebron's ever played and that was a crazy performance obviously kobe's 81 you know i've seen damian lillard have 61 you know it was a pretty yeah, crazy performance you could think about clay thompson with the 14 threes and he scored like what 61 or something mm-hmm. you know him having 37 in a quarter but the game that stood out to me is just because i saw it in person whenever the hornets played the sixers um uh, not this past year, but the year before, Kimball Walker had 60 points, and it's the only NBA game I've been to. But just to see how quick he was and how much and how little room he uh he had to get a shot off and just constantly making it again and again with so much pressure on him and, and the Sixers having no answer, it was it was incredible. It was he's the best player I've seen in person play. And it was just like it's nothing I've ever seen before, not on TV. And I don't think and I don't think television Six, can just, really put into words like how great of a performance it was. Just mm-hmm. seeing it in person, how these guys move, it's it's pretty it's 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 like it's incredible. So yeah, yeah I would probably say that performance. The Sixers didn't end up winning that game though. They still. did. Jimmy Butler hit a uh, game winner, which was nuts. I was pulling for the Hornets because I was in Charlotte and just watching Kimba. I, I wanted them to win that game. But yeah, that, that would probably be the performance that I uh the best performance I've seen. All right, where would you rank Steph Curry right now? Or last question. That's a really tough question. Um, you can't put him top ten. Although he's whoa, the, whoa, whoa, top ten. I said you can't put Steph Curry top ten all time. Oh, oh, I, I'm guessing this means. I, oh, I was thinking it says right oh, now. Oh, you mean like right now in the league? Well, let's oh. say both. Let's say both. Right now and then all time. Top ten, you can't put him top ten. There's a lot of reasons. I think it's really the fact that he's terrible on defense, and all yeah. the people we've named. Or not all the people we named. All the people in the top ten or so are extremely good two-way players. Yeah, and that's what you have to be to be in the top ten of the NBA I of agree. all time. So there's that reason. And then for right now, I'm gonna go. Oh, it's tough. I mean, he's coming off an injury. That's a big thing to keep in mind. But he's definitely still someone to think about. He's easily top six, if not top five, in the league right now. Um, for me, I like that's a really good point. Um, yeah, I think to be like considered one of the best players of all time in that top 10 list you got to be a good two-way player you got to be able to play defense um you don't you don't get there without that and uh and so I would say all time top 20 for me just because best shooter of all time revolutionized the game and then currently right now coming off his injury I think he'll have a good good season this uh this upcoming season I think he'll uh, be really well but um what I would say for this season I would say probably 
That's tough. I'd say, all right, so I got LeBron, KD, Kawhi, Giannis, and AD. I'd say six. I'd yeah, probably say top six. Top five or six. For sure. I think I had him six whenever I was <laughs> – Whenever we had podcasts a while for ago, this year, that. yeah. But yeah, so I would say uh, Steph Curry six currently uh, top twenty all time. I I don't know what I would put him exactly. Just I know he's top twenty. But yeah, uh, those were the five questions I wanted to ask you about. And now to move on, I'm excited for this debate. You know, I want to get it going. I'll start it off. We're debating not this year, not this upcoming year, because I think we both agree that Dame's gonna be better this upcoming year. But this is about an all time debate of just like. Who's a better player all time between Russ and Dame? All right. Um, start it off. Let's just start off with some of the things that Russell Westbrook has accomplished. All right. Before, a few years ago, the NBA fantasized about this man named Oscar Robinson. They said, he averaged a triple-double. It shall never be done again, people proclaimed. And Russell Westbrook said, hold my beer, Oscar, and did it for three years in a row. Three. Pretty insane, if you, in my opinion. Russell Westbrook was kind of – Screwed over in his time in Oklahoma City. You know, him and his best friend, Kevin Durant, were vibing. About to go to an NBA Finals for their second time until they decided to choke and lose to the Warriors. And after that, KD said peace out in the summer and left Russ hanging up for dry. You know, without that happening, Russ is going to be two times in the Finals. Good chance they could have won that, you know. Mm -hmm. We look at him a lot differently. So he gets left there. He's left in a poor situation in Oklahoma City. You know, struggles there for a few more years. Doesn't really get nowhere and doesn't get anywhere important in the playoffs. And it's shipped off to Houston where he's has to is forced to be the number two, which for winning purposes is best for him. But it's still exactly. an adjustment to his game. So his time in Houston has been – it's only been a year or two. It's only been a year, right? It's been um, one year. Yeah, one year. One year. And, you know, the corona happened, the bubble. I'm not going to say it's the reason they lost, but stuff – it wasn't the ideal playoffs for the Rockets right. and, you know, obviously facing LeBron. So, but just to get back on my point about Russ, he's a great player. And I still think he has that level of playing that he had when he was averaging, you know, those triple doubles. And I just don't see Damian Lillard, although he's a better leader. I'll give this. I want it before you even go. Dame is a better leader. Right. And I think that's a lot of the reason people think he's better than Russ. But in the pure different aspects of basketball, Russ is better than everything than Damian Lillard except for shooting and leadership. Okay. Everything else he's he's better. All right. So before I even talk about Dame, I want to ask you a question. Are you so do you are you saying he Russell Westbrook's better all time and he's better right now, or are you just saying he's better all time and not right now? The second thing you said, better all time but not better right now. I okay, think Damian, so do, I think Damian Lillard think Damian Lillard is better right now. Yeah, I think Damian Lillard has elevated his game a lot and is on the rise while Russ has kind of been a little bit stagnant. But just what he's done so far is still more impressive than what Damian Lord has done to me so far. Okay. Done, from, done, okay. done for me. Yeah, I could definitely see. I can. De- I don't. I think you're an idiot if you can't see the uh, argument you can make for Russell Westbrook being better than Damian Lillard all time. But I think you're also an idiot if you think Russell Westbrook is better than Damian Lillard right now. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's 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 talk about it. So you know how I feel about different like attributes of the game and how I weight them and stuff. Mm-hmm. If we so yes, Russell Westbrook, I'm not I'm not degrading his his um triple doubles at all, averaging a triple double and stuff. But what I view the most right is winning, right? Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Russell Westbrook his whole season, he had 
Kate, uh, at the beginning of his early career, he had KD on his team, which he's the number two, right? Dame's been the, Dame's been the number one player on his team the whole, his whole career, right? Russell Westbrook's had a great contribution to KD, but KD is the main reason that they've had the success that they've had. Okay, I don't really like looking at stats necessarily. I like looking at, like, you know, how much success they've had from a winning standpoint. And but you have to look at the stats, though. You you do, but I think it's. But I don't I think, think stat, too- I don't think stats mean everything. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I. I, I, I don't do, think stats mean everything. But I, I don't do, think winning mean, means I, everything. As I well. think winning means more than what stats show. I think winning. I I hold winning over stats. Yeah, but I mean, you have to think about it. Your your evaluation of winning the the Thunder are a game away from being, like I said, back two time in the finals. I mean, right. But the, but my point is, my point is, is. He had Harden for the 2012 Finals in in, in that final. Harden was a sixth. He wasn't no, even no, a player. Harden, Harden, Harden no, no, Harden. Harden was no, not no, a star. Time out, time out. We, if you turn, if you if you look at next season, he was on the Rockets, and you saw how well he played. So I think he was definitely at that same level. He just he had was, KD he was, he and was Russell. A sixth on man, though, he was. A sixth I know, man. but because he had Russell and KD on his team, and and whenever he was the number one on his team, you really saw how great he was. So my point is, is Russell had KD. He had James Harden on his team. I don't think you can make. I think don't think you can make the argument that hey, Russell's been to the finals, Dame hasn't, because Russell had KD and he had Harden, right? If we're looking at whenever they've been the number one player on their teams, Damian Lillard's success has gone farther, and you can't tell me he hasn't because barely, Dame, no, barely, no, but, but he still, went to one Western Conference still, Finals. But still, we're debating who's a better player all time, right? Yeah. So if Damian Lillard's the number one player on his team, he went to a Western Conference Finals. When Russell Westbrook, what Russell Westbrook's and, been been the number one player on his team for what like two years, and he played, no, I want to say four, no, no, yeah, two, only two we, because he was only in OKC for two more. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. so two. so in the year he played Damian Lillard head to head, I think was a great was a great like battle. Like it, it was like, hey, if Russell Westbrook wins this series, and I'm not just basing it all on it, but I'm saying their progress and what they've done all the way up, up to there because Damian Lillard has never missed the playoffs except for one year uh, leading up and Russell Westbrook's had KD on his team leading up. And then, and then I don't the, think Russell Westbrook ever missed the playoffs either. I know, but he has, he's had KD on his team. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, so don't, don't get no, dude, So what I'm yeah, saying, but I mean, I mean, what not, I'm saying is I don't You wanna, slipped in as an eight seed, like four times now, no, four, five it, times. No, nah, he's been like, no, nah, not five, but he was a, three he was a three seed whenever they made the Western conference finals. He was like he was eight seed one time when they played the Warriors, and he was like a four. He was like a four or five seed when he played the Clippers, and then there's been a number of times like a six seed whenever he they've played. been a six seed a lot. It was they've been, they've been, they've been a six seed. right. But listen, but 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 whenever whenever Russell Westbrook's made the uh made the playoffs as a number one player on his team, he hasn't been high. He was a six seed with Paul George, and the Blazers were a three seed. So what I'm saying is I don't like I don't think you can really make a true argument since. Russell now, Westbrook had KD on his I, team. I have a counter for that. I have a good counter for that. But, but I'm not even done. Okay. Well, you I, much, I, you I, I just have a little bit more points. All right, go get to the last Because point. I haven't really made my true point yet. Get to, kinda, get to, get to your, yeah, you beat around the bush. Get to your I point. I haven't been beating around the bush. I've just, just been kind of just trying the, to lay the, the groundwork. The clock on this podcast says otherwise. But. Okay, listen. <laughs> hey, you've been doing it too. Listen, what I'm trying to say is Russell Westbrook had KD for the Jamar – majority of his career therefore he was never a number one player on his team which isn't his fault it isn't his fault but katie is a top 20 top 15 player of all time so i don't like to use ifs but in but i'm not saying like if katie was on the team he russell westbrook wouldn't have done this and i know you got to look at like what they've done but 
but Russell Westbrook's impact is not as much as Damian Lillard's impact to a team. I don't care if Russell Westbrook's been to the finals. He's had KD. He's had Harden. So I don't think you can make that – I don't think you can argue okay. that for Russ that he's been to the finals and Damian Lillard hasn't. So what I'm saying is this. Damian Lillard's been the best player on his team. He's made the Western Conference finals. Whenever Russ has been the best player on his team, he gets he gets drilled by Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard hitting a 50-footer. Game time. Game time. 4-1. It's over with. Boom! I'm taking Damian. I'm taking Damian Lillard. If I want to pick him on a team all time, I don't care what. I don't care if you pick peak 2017. I'm taking Damian Lillard's career this last nope. season last year nope. over uh, Russell Westbrook's uh, triple doubles season. Whoa! I'm ta- no. Does I'm- an MVP mean nothing to you? Because you know what, Damian Lillard has never been a day in his life. No. He's never walked on the NBA court and been, yeah, I'm the best player in the league this Listen. year. Listen. He's never felt that way. Never Russell, Russell Westbrook has felt that way. Time out. Russell Westbrook, don't even talk about this. Is, Obviously, he's never been in LeBron. That, no, never been he has never been a top five player in the NBA. I'm slapping you, silly. He has never I'm been a top this. five player in the NBA. His MVP year, he had him at number five. No, listen. Oh, well, all right. Maybe five. But listen, he's never been the best player in the world. Neither is Damian Lillard. Dude, obviously, what because LeBron is, is James. I could care less about what you do when MVP who cares? What did what did Russell Westbrook do when he was the best can player? I, did he make can, the Western you, Conference Finals? Can you, the best player? Can you let me rebuttal? Yeah, let me respond. Yeah, okay, me rebuttal. Respond. Rebuttal. Rebuttal. God. Go ahead. God, idiots like move over. You don't have a debate. <clears throat> uh, like I said before, I even started <laughs> the argue of when the argument of leadership comes between the two. I have agreed with you that Damian Lord is a better leader than Russell Westbrook. Like you said, to your point. Damian Lillard, when being the best player on his team, and when Russ has been the best player on his team, has led his team farther to the Western Conference Finals. Russ only making it to the second when being the best. So, yes, you're right. But that is not the argument of who is the better player. When you look at the argument of who is a better player, you look at their player attributes. attributes. Yes. All right, let's talk about them. Damian, no, no, just hear me out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Damian Lord is a better shooter. Deal. He's not a better, cannot handle the ball better. Oh, are you joking? Who cares handling the ball? Russell Westbrook <laughs> cannot handle the ball. Are you, Are you kidding me? They handle the ball about the same. Who gives a crap can handle the ball? LeBron can't handle the ball as well as either one of them. He's the best player of all time, so no. No. That, 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 the handling the ball has no Dude, weight. Has no are, weight. Do you, did you forget what position they play? Point guard. I understand. Point guard. Okay, well then if you're talking about handling the ball, who has more turnovers? Who averages more turnovers? That's Russell Westbrook. He turns the ball over more than can you Damian let me fin- Can you let me finish? He does. Can you let me finish? All right, go ahead. Rebounding. It's not even close, Russell Westbrook. Defense. It's not. E- it's laughable, the difference in the defense between these two. Damian Lillard looks at defense, and he's like, bro, my coach never told me none, any of that. Any of that. That dude is a terrible defender. Russell Westbrook makes this kid look like a freaking joke. Okay, next stat. Hmm. All right. What's, what's another stat that – all right, so if we if we wanted to do a we did it didn't we do a NBA player comparison just straight up stats? I don't I don't know, I don't know if we did a, I don't so, think we did a Russ. So if, a, if off the top of our head, if we come up with what ten attributes, let's come up with nine attributes. So it's odd. So then there'll be one. More I think than I the have other. an attribute list. Okay, so we can do. So if we if we put down shooting, all right, scoring, scoring, we're yeah, giving I, that to we're Damian giving in the pass. We're giving in the pass. No. Who can get to the basket better? Damian Lillard. No. Damian Lillard. How are we not? Are you kidding me? Damian Lillard is is maybe the best. One like a top. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, whoa, I'm not whoa, saying. Whoa, no, whoa, listen. Whoa, whoa. What was I gonna say? No, time, time out. He is he is arguably a top five offensive player in the NBA right now. In the NBA right listen, now. Listen, yeah. in transition, I give it to you. But how many? How how much of the time in the game are you in transition compared to half court offense? It's not even comparable. 
Damian Lillard can get to the basket better than Russell Westbrook. He can shoot better. He, he has a mid-range better. Right, so we're giving scoring to Damian Lillard. Also, I you made an argument about Dame. You know, we talked about their playoff success. And like you said, Dame has been the number one on his team his entire career. Mm-hmm. That means the Portland Trailblazers have been making a team specialized to Damian Lillard for people to, to surround him. Russell Westbrook was the number two. When KD left him, I don't know why you don't give this enough credit. When KD left him, Russ literally – the reason he did so much for that team and had all the crazy stats is because he had to. They didn't build anything around him. It was all built around KD. And when there was, yeah. no, it wasn't a semblance of a team. I mean, they put Paul George together, and those are two guys who yeah. are both great number twos. They can't be number ones. Exactly. But so, I'm saying, like, but my point is, is they like, never built a good enough team around Russell Westbrook for him to actually have success. I'm saying you can't, like, all right, and I, that's I understand why, what you're and that's saying. That's why I give it a wash when you talk about, because your point was that he led farther. And, that is correct, and that's why you can't make the whole thing about Russ making it to the finals because, you know, he did have KD. That is right, true. Right. That's why it's a wash when I think it comes to leading because Dame has got a team built around him. You know, the Blazers were our So Dame's you're arguing team. chemistry? Yeah. Okay. And I, I think that's a I think that's the real that's, reason that's that valid. although that's I valid. say Russ is better all time, he's not but, better right now because he's been put in situations where he doesn't fit the team chemistry. I mean, the Rockets right. – the the him and James Harden don't make sense together at this point in their careers. And I agree. I don't think they do either. So I feel like Russ so, is kind of just but, been screwed so, by the, what's happened to him. Possibly. And but I do don't think we need to fault Dame for the success he has had. Okay. I'm I know not, I'm not faulting I, I, I know I know I know I know you're not faulting him, but I'm I'm saying like That's I how I see it. I, I understand all right, so Damian Lillard's chemistry may have been better because the team was designed to work around him. Mm-hmm. And maybe it wasn't designed to work around KD, but you mean but, us? I mean, not yeah. Work around Russell's designed to work around KD, and then whenever uh, KD left, Russell's kind of left out to dry. But that's te- but the teams he had were still solid enough. Where if he's like, I, I still think he like like we like you said, he's not a good, he's not as good as a leader as Damian Lillard. I agree. So I think that's a big, I think that's a big uh, attribute in um how far you take a team and how much success you have in a team. And therefore, since Damian Lillard had more success, you know, then like as far as like how far they'd gone being the number one on their team, I I think that I still think you give Damian Lillard some some sort of credit there. You know, I don't think you can really hold that as a wash unless you were saying like, hey, they're about the same as leader because we know Damian Lillard's a better leader. I mean, so I, so, I, so my point is my point is is I think what if it's okay? Yeah, they designed a team around Damian Lillard to be good for these number of years. But what if it's also how good of a leadership mentality Damian Lillard has, and that's the reason why they've had more success? What if it, what if it's not because Russell Westbrook? Because what what would we say? Yeah, like three or four years where he's the number one on his team. Not two or two. He had two. Yeah, two. But unless you want to say two. unless you want to say Paul George, or was he even with Paul George? Yeah, he was. He, he was hurt. There was so. only two with Paul George. Yeah, he was also hurt. Katie like, left. I think Katie injury, left in 2016. Injury, a lot of things. I'm, I'm not going to blame it all on injuries, but he also had a few of those years. Three. Where he was, it was two or three. It was two or three, but. For two of those years, he was hurt in and out, which kind of like you know that's a big thing with chemistry. Russ? Yeah. So let's but, just let's but, just. But, I mean, hold, I think, on, hold on, But I was gonna say to finish that, I'm saying, I'm saying. So what if it's not necessarily like I think it has something to do with it, 
with a chemistry standpoint, but I think you can get your players enough chemistry around the number one guy. Like, look at LeBron whenever he went to this team this year. The, the Lakers didn't have chemistry like that. It's the first – it's second it's what, year. It's second year with a whole new team. But the thing is, is LeBron's such a good leader. Just like Daniel – just like Dane, oh. he's such a good leader. Yeah. Russell Westbrook's not I, that great I, of a I leader. I don't know if we – You know what I'm saying? Don't give – don't don't, so, don't make the comparison calling Dane as good of a leader as LeBron. But No, I'm not. I'm not. That's not my I, point. I, I understand your point. My, my, my now, point, listen, I, I, I understand your point. But do they understand? Do the <laughs> yeah. listeners understand? Listen. Hey, I know all you listeners have already understood what Payne said by now, so no. you don't need to be excited again. Listen. <laughs> my – this is this is all what I'm trying to say is this. Okay. It may have been more it may have been more of Russell Westbrook not being a good as a good enough leader to lead a team. And therefore, I don't think we fault Dame. I think we give more credit because Dame is a better leader. That's why he's had more success been to the Western Conference Finals as the number one. Well, guy. now that you've extended this longer than it should have been, we have to go to another clip so I can explain to you why you're wrong. Hey, it's now to finish off this debate, we're gonna go through the 10 attributes that we have. So for scoring. I go tie. Um, I don't think you can give that to Dame. Just because no, like, you can give that to because he, bro. Dame, look up all time points. Who has more points all time? I'm pretty sure it's Damian. I bet it's not. I bet it is. You bet five on it. I'll put five on it. Five. Can we shake on it? No. Shake I, on no, it. it. Shake on <laughs> it. You said it. Come on. Russell Westbrook. Just go to like stat reference. Damian. Just go to stat reference. Dude, how about you look it up then? If you want to go to stat reference. I'm the one looking it up. You're not. Bro, 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 bro. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm looking. Look, I'm if looking. you go to statreference.com. Okay, they're all-time stats. He has more points. Russ has way more rebounds. Russ has way more assists. Russ has more steals. Wait, Same wait, amount of blocks. Wait, who had more points, Dane? Yeah, by point. Send me that five. By bro. one. By one. No, that's just um average points. He could have had less years, so that's hmm? why. It could be less years and not like total points. You know what I'm saying? It's by average. Yeah, for like years. It's not- total points is going to be Russ because he's played twelve seasons and Dame's only, Dame's in his ninth. That's what I was saying exactly. Okay, wait, wait. So I'm but so average is a better comparison. Dame's averaged more points than Russell Westbrook has over his nine career. Yeah, career. but I'm saying, bro, it, you- a longer career means I'm what? saying a shorter career means you could have averaged more points in like a shorter amount of time, and like you've averaged it longer and have more points. I was arguing the more points. I don't know why you, you got that. Wait, off what? Never mind. I, no, I'm you, I'm saying you can't make a comparison with total points. You can make a comparison for average points per game. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you're saying that because Dame wins I am. category. Okay. I'm just saying it's – okay, you made it way more confusing than it had to be. But scoring, <laughs> scoring is game. a wash. No. no scoring's – we just saw it. It's one point difference. But, you can't say that. No. Scoring's no. Scoring is, a, scoring listen, is a tie. I, listen, I'm not going to – Russ has had more seasons in his prime than Damian Lillard has. Right? Right? I – because Damian yeah. Lillard's still in his prime, so is Russ right now, and they're still going. And Dame's and Russ, Russ has already would, had a three-year advantage, so that's three I more years. I say Russ in his prime. That's definitely wouldn't say that. Well, I want to say he's not in his prime. He's not an MVP Russ form. Okay. Uh, so right. scoring is a tie, and I'm not taking any less. Passing, Russ. Mm. He averages two more assists all time. Mm. Two more. 
Don't even. I don't know. Don't even say nothing to me, if boy. If you give passing to Russ, you better give scoring to Dame. No, bro. That's not how yes. this works. Dame is a better scorer. Dame, all right. One point all time in points per game difference and let's, two let's and a half argue, assist difference. Let's not even argue it from a stat standpoint. Let's no, argue. that's how you argue. It's with numbers. No, you don't just argue with not numbers. Not just with numbers, but it's a lot with numbers as well. Do we argue just with rings? No. Rings and numbers we are different. We look at what these stats, guys can Stats do. and uh, numbers, are, I mean, and, uh, rings are different things. They're all stats. It's all stats. This is a different no. sort of stat, but it's yeah. a stat. Bro, do not get literal with me. I'm just saying I'm the, the ring argument is a okay, lot less listen, important than stat listen. argument. And that's so, a straight so, fact. So, no, listen. <laughs> listen, bro. Are you telling me, all right, who shoots the three-point ball better, Dame or Russ? Dude, can we go? No, can we no go? who does? <laughs> who does? This is for scoring. Damian Lillard. Who gets the basket better? Damian Lillard. No. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Who's faster? Who cares? Russ. Who's quicker? Who's down Dame. No. Dame is quicker than Russell I don't, Westbrook. No. I don't think you ever watched Russell Westbrook play in person like I have. There's a difference between how fast you are and how quick you are. Oh, no, it is. It's, it's splitting hairs between these really two quick players. All I'm saying I'm is, saying Russ is quicker. Dame has a better offensive skill set than Russell Westbrook. And then if you want to try to argue passing, the criteria for passing is what? Vision and then stats? That's it. Like, okay. And then if you talk I about, don't think Dame passes about, that much at all. He doesn't look up that much. And don't say he does, because the stats agree with me. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. So. You don't think he looks up? He's an NBA player. He looks up. He knows who's <laughs> around him. Oh, listen, wow. Okay. Listen, no, he passes Fine. well. Do you really want scoring that bad? Because I, I think you give him scoring if you're giving Russ passing. Because Fine, whatever. Playmaking, so you give it to Russ. Just because he creates carries. What about assist turnover ratio? If you look up that stat and Dame has a better assist turnover ratio. I'm not looking it up. You look it up. <laughs> Next is versatility. We already know the answer to that. Russ. He can guard the all five positions. Dame couldn't guard a point guard to save his life. That's not true. I Whoa. Can't. Russell Westbrook can't guard all five positions. Better than Dame can. Better than he Dame. can, but he can't guard all five positions. Yeah, I'm not positions. saying he can guard a center. I'm saying Russ can do it better than probably any other point guard besides Ben Simmons. Um, IQ, I give it to Russ because he's older. No. Split. No, Split. no. Split. Damian Lillard knows the. Knows <laughs> what? The, that is such bias. No, He's your favorite not. player. No, it's not. Shut no, up. It's not. Shut it up. is not bias. Watch these games, bro. <laughs> Who's a smarter player? Who do you want the ball in your hands with five minutes left? Same question I asked. I want Damian Lillard. That's not IQ. No, it is. He knows the perfect. Oh. He knows. He knows the perfect opportunity of when to drive and when to put the ball in the basket and when to make the right plays. That's another thing with assists. So many times. How many times is Damian Lillard getting trapped compared to Russell Westbrook? Because Dame's getting trapped a lot more. That forces him to pretty the much the same more. amount. No, not now. They, they are scared of Russell Westbrook from deep. They are not. They've been scared of Damian Lillard from deep the past three seasons. So what happens? They try. IQ's got to be a no, wash, no. dude. There's no way. Listen, they There's trap. No they way. trap Damian Lillard up high, forces Dame to pass to the open man, making the right play. Therefore. That that draws the defense in. You <laughs> like, kick it. No, no. Listen, you kick the ball out. Samples. You, no. for Dame. What I'm saying is, you kick the ball out, and then that frees up that guy to make a shot. Dame made the right play. He doesn't get the assist though. That's all I'm trying to say. So that that also factors in the playmaking. My point is, is Dame gets doubled a lot more often than Russell Westbrook. So as far as statistical assists go, how does that have to do with IQ though? That's not core vision. No, but I'm saying that he made he. he Corbin is the next stat. Okay. All right. Wait. Hold on. Can we? Can we? Can we factor in turnovers with IQ? 
Just because Russell Westbrook has more turnovers, which we don't know is actually true, we're gonna we're assuming he does. It he is. averages more. He averages we're running a game with IQ court vision. I give it a watch because they're both not that good of passers. And if you want to make that argument, then please shut your mouth. No, they're pretty good passers. They're both okay passers, but they're predominantly score first guys. They're not pass. I'll first give that a guards. wash. I'll get. I'm fine with that. Okay, thank you. Wash. Defense, not even close. I feel like Russell Westbrook get two points for how much better he is at defense than him. Toughness. Damian Laura can sit on the ground. This boy's from Oakland. I knew you were gonna say this because he's from Oakland. This boy is from Oakland. I don't give up. He does boxing for his for his routine. (laughs) This man would take Russell Westbrook and you ever a boxing match. Not in a restraint. I don't think Damian Laura could take Russell Westbrook in a fight just because Russell Westbrook is so much stronger than him. In a boxing fight or just a it's like Mike Tyson versus noodle arm Greg Heffley. Are you kidding me? It's not so much more stronger than him. Yes, he is. Damian Lillard is a cut. Who you guys got in a fight? Mike Tyson or Greg Heffley? I'm saying Damian Lillard is a cut dude. Time out. Time out. Are you saying are you saying saying a boxing fight or a street fight? Both. No, Toughness goes to no. Russ. He's so much stronger. Honestly, Dame could maybe take uh, Russ in the street fight because that man's from Oakland. He's been bro. Around. So from Oakland, if you say from Oakland one more time, do not. Well, no, all right. This is getting off tangent, but Oakland is a serious place, bro. You don't want to mess with dudes from Oakland. Russ is tougher than Dame. We'll do another no, poll on that no, as well. I no, I don't. You're not giving that toughness point. from what? Mental Fine. toughness. Mental toughness <laughs> is Dame. That's more important than physical toughness. You kidding me? It's we'll about give, the same we'll, physical. We'll give it a wash. No, no mental toughness is a <laughs> no. huge part of the game. It says toughness. It's no, says toughness. you better put you better put no. Damian Lillard mental toughness. No, they, they, no, Russ gets in his dude. He gets, he gets ripped, dude, ripped. shut shut up, bro. It's toughness to wash. No. Strength, we already know the answer to that. Not even close. It's Russ. He's speed, we know the answer to that. It's Russ. He's an athletic phenom. All, right, all right, clutchness, Quick, clutchness. Dang. Agreed. It's Dane. Quickness, impact, imp- quick, quickness, Dane. Quickness isn't a stat. Impact, but why is speed a, a stat if quickness isn't? Because we it's are the same we darn thing. It's the same darn thing. Someone why sounds like tough, they're. <laughs> why is toughness a stat, not mental toughness? Woo. Mental toughness Woo. is a. Can you can calm down and just listen to the stat? I'm just thinking my mind, bro. Come on, now you. Okay, tough. next we have impact, Dane. I'm gonna go Dame just because, like we said, if we're saying number one player. Yeah, on the yeah, team. we know, bro. You've said it ten thousand times. <laughs> Leadership saying, will say Dame as well. All right, so it goes one, two, four for wait, five for Dame, and then one, two, three, four, five. And six for Russell Guys, Westbrook. Cap, hold on, let me look at this. Six one. to five, Russell Westbrook. No. Thank uh, you. For no, 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 no. You, no, no, no. Hold on, we're not ending this, dick. You got your <laughs> toughness in here. Take that out. Put mental toughness in. Dame's got it. Every bat, every NBA player is tough. Mental toughness. Who gets inside the other's head Dude. in the clutch? <laughs> Damian Lillard is a better composed player. If you guys couldn't already, t- if you guys can already tell. Payne's favorite player is Damian Lillard. Has a lot of bias All right, towards. It's not. Bias. Let me talk. Has a lot of bias <laughs> towards Damian Lillard and his toughness in that whole series. Mental toughness in that one series. No, you guys bro. can. No, no, we're gonna have. We're not just gonna have a poll. We're also gonna have a little question where people can give their opinions, so we can see what you guys think about this whole debate between Russ and Dame. Make sure to check us out. All of our other podcasts. This is our twenty third, I think. Check out all of our other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. Also, make sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at whoop underscore two podcast. Anything else to add, Payne? <sighs> That's it. Jeez. Damian Lillard is a better mental tough. Me- you did, <laughs> did you end it? No, he's a better, he's a better mental. Peace. Tough.